Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've literally only um, made it live like two seconds ago. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, it sounds good. <clears throat> yeah, I had to like really quickly shave this morning. Oh, okay. You just had to, did you? Yeah. I had to. No, I had to because I had like this hole in my beard um, and it looked really stupid. So I wasn't going live with that. <laughs> had a hole in your beard? I had a hole in my beard. That's right. What happened? Um, you just come out of nowhere. Well, no. But, but, well, okay. So I, I feel like this is really early to be getting deep in the show. But, you know, you know, I've always done that thing where I like twirl my hair. Yeah. I, it, since I've been growing beard, so for like the last six or seven years, I, I do it with my beard as well when it starts to get long. Okay. And sometimes it just means I, lo- I I do it in the same spot and I lose hair in that place. It's like, it's like, there's, there's a name for it. Like if I, if someone else was doing that and I was assessing them, I would say that's probably borderline um, trichotillomania, we call it. But trichotillomania is pulling hair out. And I don't really yeah. do that. I just kind of fiddle around with it it's and it just falls fidgeting. out. It's like... I don't know. You can put it down to a lot of things. I I fiddle with my beard all the time. Yeah, but do you do it to a point where it falls out? Yeah, I have like loose hair all over my desk and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes if I'm fiddling with it a lot. Hmm. So yeah, so I think it's more like akin to like stimming, which is what like people with autism do. They stim a little bit. Um, I mean, stimming is quite normal. People stim. People with autism just stim a lot. Um, and like really, really need to. Um, like cracking your knuckles is a form of stimming, I think. Yeah. I'm sure some people would argue with argue with me about that, but I think it is. Um, okay, right, I'm just going to get the control room up. Oh, did you find the chat box? That elusive chat box? Uh, oh, no. I sent, I, you a, did, I, did I sent you a picture. Yeah, yeah. I, um, on Discord, I... Th- yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you got it's it. Just a, it's just the one thing I haven't done yet. I was about to say, we're double-cheeked up on logos at the moment. I've kept, I put the new one in, but I don't know how it looks. And I've kept the old one as well. So just let me know how it looks on the stream. We could just. Okay. Roll with the new one. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. The chat box. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like it has done it for me. Oh, lovely. Yeah, Joaquin Branche, Joaquin says well, morning. Joe. Joaquin is there. Oh, yeah, so, oh, that's Wahid. Right I've on cue, Joaquin. I've never actually seen his, never seen his name. His name before. <laughs> that's Joaquin. I assume it is Joaquin. I assume it's Joaquin. Can you correct us if we're wrong, right? I, I noticed that because I see, I see, him, I see Joaquin in other streams as well, and people say it with a hard J, and I'm like, surely that's not right. Surely it's Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix, mate. Yeah, that is that is just a wicked name, I think. Pretty cool. Um, okay, let's have a look. Apparently GTA six leaked overnight. Did you have you seen this? No. <laughs> yeah. 
Apparently GTA 6 has leaked during our our sleeping sesh. Okay. Our UK sleeping sesh, yeah. Like, like there's like 90 clips of it floating around, um, which <laughs> must be a bit rough. Oh no! Apparently, it is wacky. You have been, you've been nailing it every time. Yeah, Rand. Yeah, Rand. Which I thought Rand did. <laughs> I can't believe. Have you? You must have corrected him at some point. I can't believe. That's the best, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, um. Cool. Oh. Get get rid of the top logo. We we don't need both. Yeah. Get 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 yeah, rid of the top yeah, one. I, know. I was just seeing how it looked. That's all. Oh, sorry. Right, go yeah. Chill out. I'm chill, man. I swear. I'm not. <laughs> You're right. I'm raging. I'm upset. All right, so I got. <laughs> Let um... him do here. What do you think? Can you? Where's my notes gone? Wahine. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah we go. Yeah, it's a bit sleeker. It's not focused on faces as much, but um, I don't know. I, I wanted something like because the one, the previous one, I paid someone to make because they did faces. Um, but the more I looked at it, the more I kind of just liked having a symbol. I like a symbol, you know, sort mm. of like. Um, That's fair enough. And my notes have disappeared, so bear with me. Fine. Then we can get started. He says it looks good. He likes it. We've done it. We did it. What episode are we on? <laughs> Let's see how we get on. Maybe maybe we can do maybe I can come to like try and mesh two together um at some point. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just put I could have put the Tokyo Game Show background, but I just put Deathloop because I'm just mad. That's fine by me. Yeah, you you are the show's producer, Tim. You have you take your initiative with that. Seriously, do you actually do you want? All right, I'm putting a Furby. What? <laughs> Put <laughs> a gremlin up there. Uh, Furby, dude. You remember Furbies when we were kids? <laughs> I mean, I think so. Weren't they just the furry little toys, but they were kind yeah. of gremlin like? It always annoyed me that they had like yeah. really hard, like plastic eyelids. They used to like blink. I didn't like that. Yeah. They should have had furry eyeballs as well. No, not eyeballs, Dick. Eyelids. Fuck's sake. No, furry eyeballs. Right, uh, let me just sort of a quick listen, double check for audio. Tell us if we're sounding all right, please. Yeah. Um, chat. Please do. I think I'm a little bit. Actually, no, no, I'm not lower than normal. Yeah, you're you're surprisingly a little bit quieter. You can maybe put, pump yourself up. Well, I a put couple the noise numbers. suppression thing on. Oh, that's true. So, you know. Could eat my mic a bit more. Oh, having said that, I'm on quite... I'm on low volume. 
I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. We are good. Yeah, we can go ahead and start this. Um... Man. Yeah. I had so many notes to take this week. I was like in and out of these, this Google Doc, like every day, three times a day. It's horrible. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. So there's like nothing here. Is it, is it the Tokyo uh, Game Show one? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the live stream that we had planned, but then I realized it was 10 a.m. and not 10 p.m. And we were at work, so we couldn't stream it, and I just wasn't ready. <laughs> it was just, it was glorious. It really was. You absolutely smashed it. Such so all right, he says we uh we all sound good and he, he he mentioned the gta 5 leaks yeah it's like 90 videos all three protagonists okay so they're doing a triple pr uh protagonist thing GTA again, six. gta 6 as well maybe. yeah uh i don't know i i saw i saw one little clip floating around twitter earlier it looks yeah it looks quite far along um yeah it looks very legit uh yeah i think so i i do you know what it's really i keep i keep wanting to play gta 5 but i, I like because I owned it on 360, played it like maybe 10 hours, just like pissed around a lot. But ever since I've like gotten more into story games, I want to go back and play it, but it's never on a good deal, ever. No. It's always, right. we spoke about this, haven't we? Like 20,000 shark points, yeah. shark cards, and it's like, I don't want that. Just give me a good discount on the game. Yeah. Like 10 years old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I played it um, and completed it on 360, I think. Maybe on 360. I'm, I can't remember. I played a lot of it though, and it was it was pretty good. Definitely. Yeah, it's good fun. So maybe I'll have to do that before this one comes out. But shall we? Um. Yeah. Shall we jingle? Yeah, it's jingle. Wonderful. All right, we're going. All right. Fantastic. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 69 of the Quick Resume podcast. It's the, it's the biggest, it's clearly going to be the best show that we're ever going to do. And there's no coming back from this, really. In actual fact, I've considered just like ending the show. Like, oh, this might be our final episode. Finally. My God. <laughs> you're, off the, you're, you're off the cuffs. Jeez. Yeah. Well, um, if you have not been before, hello, my name is Deck, and over there, um, I've got a, a very uh, cuddly man. Thanks, man. I'm the cuddly man, and my name's Tim. I'm actually really <laughs> not that cuddly. They <laughs> don't, don't like cuddles. Yeah, They're not for everyone, are they? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm warming up to them, but... You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like how you sniffed at me there. <laughs> I still got a little bit of cold, man. Yeah, just don't there. fucking touch me. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, I hate anybody touching me when I have a cold. That is the most... I, I hate it. Do you not get that? Like, I don't want anyone near me. Yeah, no, because I'm, I'm too bit. scared I'm going to, like, have... Yeah. I'm a little bit... I just like to be left alone when I'm sick, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm too scared that I'll like embarrass, like I will like just have like a volcanic sneeze. Like someone will come near me and I will just like cover them. Yeah. <laughs> in, in in sneeze. <laughs> right. So, nah. That's my fear. It's never happened. We could talk. We call that catastrophizing. One day it might Guilty happen. as charged. Huh? So one day it might happen. Though. One day it might happen, and that's 
that's that's the fear we all live in of covering our loved ones in snot. All right, all right, Timmy boy. Um, business video games. A boy of their video games to talk about this week. Exciting. I've got a lot on this list because I'm. Yeah, because I'm I'm interested to hear about your thoughts. Not a, because there's like a handful of Xbox news, but then there's also like lots of little things. You know, we had Tokyo Game Show, we had the Nintendo Direct, we had the PlayStation State of Play. There's a Modern Warfare 2 reveal. Cyberpunk Edge Runners came out like last week or something like that. Um, and then Sony keeps you know Sony slash Jim Ryan is still going on and on about this Activision Blizzard deal. You know that won't stop. So it, it's posing a lot of philosophical questions, but we'll, we'll save that for later. So, Tim, how have we been? Uh, yeah, better. Better, man. Um, I'm on the mend. I'm pretty much over my sickness now, so that's nice. Um, yeah, to it. just been kind of, yeah, just been kind of grinding out work like normal. Um, and the gamer brain has been mainly fixated on... Well, it's been kind of going a little bit everywhere, to be honest. We've been playing a lot of Rocket League this week. Um, it's just like a little have, yeah. party game that we've been sort of booting up because we don't really have much to play at the moment when there's sort of three or more people on. Um, so we've been playing a, a lot of Rocket League. We've been doing some tourneys and stuff. That has been good fun, to be fair. I do love Rocket League, but I'm not, I'm not fantastic. Um, and nah, you're good. Uh, I mean, I'm fine, but I've come to accept that I will never be fantastic at Rocket League <laughs> because yeah. my brain just ceases no. to work when, like, I don't know, when like advanced aerials come into play, my brain just shuts down. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you. It just does. Mm. It, it's the one thing I've managed to get down as aerials, uh, not like complicated ones, <clears throat> but yeah. just like basic ones. And then everything else, I like, mate. If you give me an open goal and put a ball in front of me, I will find a way to miss the goal. Yeah, I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I crumble under the pressure. Yeah, you're not. You're not like. You're not the biggest <laughs> goal scorer. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> I'm not. You're, you're pretty good at staying up, and you're not bad on defense and stuff. But like, yeah, you you don't you don't tend to get tons of goals. Um, I just can't figure out the angles. I don't understand. I don't understand where the ball comes off my car. You know, like how to like aim. Like I don't understand how to aim. I guess that's quite, a, um, you know, quite a big part of probably why I can't score goals. Yeah, I don't know how to of, aim. Kind of exactly that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but yeah, it's all just angles and just trying to picture it in your head and like, yeah, where you should hit it on your car and stuff. Um, it's you just don't you don't just toe punt it straight every time and stuff like that, which. I feel like you probably try and do quite a lot. But Absolutely. Um without a doubt. But yeah, so lots of Rocket League. That's been fun. And with the <coughs> with the news that we received this week, I've been wanting to polish off my single player game to make room for another coming on Tuesday. Um mm-hmm. so I've been trying to blitz Tales of Arise like like loads oh, this week. Oh sorry, what's that that's coming on Tuesday? What's that that's coming on Tuesday, Tim? Oh, I didn't want to drop it because I thought we could talk about it later, but it's fucking Deathloop, my boy. Deathloop! Let's go! <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go! And it's funny, because if you go back to last week, we were like, we were so defeated. 
Oh, we yeah. were so defeated. We were so pessimistic. Yeah. But like, it's coming to PS Plus. Like, gonna be gone another six months. Fucking Sony, you know. Yeah, we were just <laughs> fucking done. done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's obviously mad hype. Um, so excited yes, for that. that and I'm really, really looking forward to playing that on Tuesday. Um, straight into Games Pass. Beautiful. Um, yeah, that is beautiful. And uh, yeah, so I've been trying to polish off Tales of Arise. So I'm like 30 hours in now, maybe. Um, and uh, I ain't finishing that by Tuesday. Um, I've been trying, but just JRPGs in their fashion. It's just like, I feel like I could get it done, but there's just so much. Like, I, I don't want to rush it as well. I don't want to just skip all the story and all like the, the character dialogue and stuff because I do really like the characters in that game. Um, but at the same yeah. time, I do kind of want to finish it. So, like, I'm at a weird crossroads. But, like, there was, like, a segment of the game that I was on when I was playing it the other day. And I shit you not, like, just a solid 45 minutes was only dialogue. It was only me talking to my other party members God. for 45 minutes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I, I, I think I probably could get it done in, like, another, like, 10 hours of game time. So it's it's not too bad. I can still chip away mm. and get it done in the next like week or two, I think. Um, but yeah, that that does stress me out when like games otherwise have like good pacing, but they get a bit. I don't know. I don't want to say self indulgent, but like get maybe a bit carried away with the dialogue and yeah, it really does pull you. There's a game. There was a game that I played recently that was like that. I can't remember what it was. I, th- I do think, I don't think this is what I'm thinking of, but I do think Cyberpunk's a bit like this, at least to begin with. Like you have, like the, the opening 45 minutes is, is maybe opening a couple of hours actually is quite slow in that you have like one big gameplay segment, but the rest of it is just talking and world building. Yeah, um, yeah I have heard that. Which for me, it was it's it's a bit slow. Um, for other people, they're going to like just soaking up the world, but um like get, get me playing something <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah um and it takes control away from you as well because you know some games don't do that they just they're happy to let, let you wander around and do stuff while people speak to you but yeah yeah anyway <clears throat> yeah um yeah so this is just a there's there's a lot of that and there's so much like optional stuff that i'm not doing like at, at any point in the game after like a significant story event or just like just to, like get to know your characters a bit better you can press like right bumper and it comes up with like these cute little cutscenes of you like talking to this person about this and that you know and i used to do that a little bit but it doesn't do anything for the game it's just like it's just extra if you want it sort of thing i mean i've just stopped doing that like i probably got like 20 of those backed up you know if not more to talk to all my characters and they're like a few minutes apart like easy um yeah just dialogue there's just so much to like consume with all that and you could definitely tell like they really they really took their time with with the characters and the and the and the dialogue and the storytelling and stuff like it is really really good like it's it's proper like mm-hmm. top tier um but yeah it's just it, it could sometimes just be a bit a, a little bit too much um Mm. but yeah so i'm kind of been playing a lot of that and looking to polish that off um you know hopefully sort of this week i'll be playing it alongside Deathloop. i think i i i don't think i'm just gonna drop it um because i am still enjoying it so yeah mm. yeah i've got to like it even caught my eye as someone who's not the biggest uh jrpg 
fan. Um, I thought it looks quite interesting. I, I know the reviews have been really good. And I, I'd probably be interested if we weren't about to come out of a bit of a gaming drought um, and Persona being right around the corner, probably going to go for Persona first. Uh, but then we'll see where I'm at. I was quite surprised when I, when I watched like the trailer and saw the screenshots. I was like, ah, it's looks actually kind of up my alley. It looks, I like it. I like the look of it. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, the, the combat's pretty fast-paced um, and pretty mental. Mm. Um, you know, it's like the the whole like assist mechanic thrown in where you call people in to do like specific things, like break the break an enemy's guard, or like someone can like juggle someone in the air with like their gun and stuff like that, and it does more damage. And you know, there's like you got like eight of those now. Like I think I have like six other party members to like juggle in and out at the right times, and um, it's very fast paced and combo centric, and you know, very DMC heavy. Um, so I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah, it's really good. Um, and I just love the art style of that game as well. And it's it's so yeah. smooth and, and buttery and it just runs so nice. It pops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just looks really, really nice. Um, so yeah, um, but that's been about it, to be honest. Yeah, just Tails, Rocket League, a little bit of Apex here and there, but really not too much this week. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it for me. Uh, what about you? Awesome. Uh, hasn't been much. Well, I haven't said that. What, what have I? <clears throat> I, I? I wanted to um, boot up Wolong because there's a demo out for that. I wanted to give that a go, but I haven't managed to yet. I'm, I'm hearing pretty good things. Generally, feels like Neo, um, which is obviously a good thing. Feels like Neo Three, kind of. Maybe okay. leaning a bit more into um, like uh, Japanese culture a little bit more, uh, like historic and mythology kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm hearing good things. Didn't get a chance to try out, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> been playing Curse to Golf on my Switch play yeah been playing rocket league with you obviously i've just been in a big rocket league mood this week um because our friends we, we we find it like near impossible to get our group of friends to agree on games to play um and there's there's like a handful which like they're like <laughs> don't fall out of it like into the unacceptable range for for all of us and those games tend to be rocket league and siege <laughs> like Rainbow six siege um yeah yeah but out of those two i was just feeling a lot more um Rocket League this week. So yeah, a bit of that. And then another car game. I've been playing You Suck at Parking. Recently dropped into um Game Pass. Uh yeah, I haven't tried that yet. Which yeah, which is is it's delightful. It's absolutely delightful. <laughs> like yeah. um really nice, just chill game, but it's got this really nice one more go uh feeling to it. Uh yeah. that I haven't I haven't played a game that has that feeling in a while. Like the last time I maybe played was was Hades, but really, really has it. Um uh and that's like the, the premise is basically that, that you know you've got like a little course there are a couple of parking spots two or three usually and you have to fill all of them so you take you send out multiple cars one after the other but you can't reverse and you can only go forward and so you've got to steer the car and if you like some of the edges of the arena are rubber balls some of them are like thermal fences that you just blow you up so if you go too far you've got to reset and it will take your time down you know etc cetera, etc cetera. um it is missing online multiplayer friend lobbies at the moment which really sucks um i i tweeted to the devs to see what that you know like do they have an eta and they don't don't have an eta but it's coming very soon i think maybe a couple of weeks um based on kind of the wording and the language there um you you can play online with up to eight randos um which was i was kind of surprised how fun that was and if i can get that with my friends um like it's like a whole thing man like they've really put a lot of um love into like polishing the game there's a there's a battle pass in the game you know a with a lot pass. of cosmetics 
a park sorry yeah a parking on, pass um i i don't know what i was thinking um which is like it's like three pound or something um and they've already got like a roadmap laid out for like and it, uh, like maps to be added um there's like 100 single player ones there's like 50 multiplayer ones mm. i don't know I, I was just quite impressed um it's a shame that the, the friend lobbies aren't in at launch but you know yeah. i'm quite impressed by what's by what's actually there um but yeah uh and what else have we been playing um oh i booted back up cyberpunk <laughs> i started another cyberpunk playthrough after i finished uh Adrenus. <laughs> i was just really in the mood <laughs> oh god you're playing a, that instead of a new game <clears throat> Oh man, you could play Tales of Arise. Well, that was the last a big commitment. I, I, you know, is Isn't you understand that? That was like booting up. It's the same though. It's, it's like another like. I've already played Cyberpunk, so it's not. I'm not like oh, going into it to finish it. it. I'm just, yeah. I'm just dipping toes in. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. I, I, I did a lot of dipping this week. I installed Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I've got that's Origins as well. Oh, that's even yeah, I know. Well, these these the biggest Assassin's Creed ever. I think that one in terms of content. Uh, maybe, yeah, it might be. Um, might be bigger than Valhalla, but I've, I've just kind of got them there. I've got Origins and Odyssey downloaded, just like as comfy games. If I'm gonna just hop into and just do some stuff while I'm like listening to a podcast or whatever. Um, haven't done it yet, <laughs> but they're there. Um, and that's it. I think I think that's it for, okay. for me. Nice. Um. So yeah, a bit of a cozy week, like you said. Really, just waiting for Deathloop around the corner now. Um, really, really excited. It's it feels it's been a. If you think about it, we've known about Deathloop since 2019. That's when it got revealed. So yeah. it's been three years, but I've been sitting on excitement for this game. Um, been a long ass time. With the last, yeah, with the last year being particularly agonizing. Um, so let's just hope it yeah. holds up. Um, yeah, I hope so. I mean, it was reviewed really well. It's coming out with an additional like update, isn't it? The Golden Loop yeah. with an additional weapon, new enemy type, um, like Plus quality of life stuff. So um, many patches since it first came out. Because I think uh, I think I said this before in the podcast, but a lot of people's issues with that game was the AI was just really dumpy. So like, although they mm. preached that you could approach things in like a thousand different ways, realistically you could just walk in and shoot people, <clears> and the AI would like never kill you and stuff like that apparently a lot of people said it was pretty bad on launch um so they've actually patched that and improved it i think their first like three or four patches were solely improving the ai, the AI. so um, right 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 an issue that they uh they got they tried to uh bury pretty quickly um <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, it's fun um i, I don't want to stay on the topic too much um because we you know we will be talking about it a lot next week um but uh the, the the main reason that I've always been excited since I understood what the game was because again Arcane just cannot market their games it's <laughs> just so hard to market um, I, I I think it it takes what I really like about Deathloop which is kind of, uh, Dishonored sorry which is like kind of the creativity element of kind of going through those missions and doing things how you want but it kind of gives you <clears throat> unlimited mana. Right, you know, in, in, in Dishonored, yeah. you had to like use potions and you only had so much. And that was good for what Dishonored did. It kept it more grounded, you know, it added tension because if you miss something, if you missed a move, you it would screw up your run or you'd have to find a way to adapt. Uh, but that at the same time could be quite frustrating. Um, mm. Whereas definitely, I, it I doesn't seem like it has that. And it's just kind of like big play box, go and do what you want, use your powers and go and go mental. And I am very excited for that because I think Arcane excels with that. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and the, the final thing, I suppose, um, is what I want to see how it feels gunplay-wise. Because I've heard from my friends it felt pretty good. Just, uh, I, I don't think Dishonored or Prey felt particularly good on the sticks, which I didn't need to, because they're not shoot, not like shooters, are they? Mm. Um, yeah. But with Redfall coming up, um, I think I think they got help from ID on Deathloop from ID Tech. Um, maybe. So supposedly, okay. you know, Redfall should should feel a bit like this, but maybe a bit better. So yeah, th- those are those are just the two things I wanted to add. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm excited. <clears throat> Yes. Okay. <clears throat> right. Let's um let's get into the honourable mentions for the week, Tim. Um, I, I, out of all the shows, I'm just gonna like splatter them out to you, and you tell me if there's anything you want to you want to mention from the three of the shows. So Nintendo Direct, State of Play, Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're asking what? me if there's is, anything. Is there any... Oh, I thought you were just gonna reel yeah. through, and then if there's anything that. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. So I watched the. <laughs> Uh, I watched most of the Nintendo Direct just in the background while I was working. Um, it was fine. I think it was it was more Nintendo stuff, right? There was a lot of stuff that was like not really that hype in there, and for some reason, they love farming. They really love farming. They do. Like they do. I don't know what's going on there, but there was like. Was there three farming games? I think showed in that in that one direct. There was, yeah. I, I tweeted about it in, in the show. I was literally like, if they show one more farming game, I'm gonna swallow my rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't. Thankfully, they didn't. Oh, you know, God, there was a lot of pets under. Oh, there's some pretty serious threats yeah. this this week. That's what's wrong with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was quite funny. Um, but obviously, it was pretty hype. I mean, a lot of people found the Pikmin thing really hype. I've never been a Pikmin guy. Don't think I've ever even played a Pikmin game. Um, but I know it's a it's no. a pretty big deal um, for a lot of uh, Nintendo fans, um, so that's pretty cool. And obviously, the big boy, the big breath, breath of the wild, two mm-hmm. was it tears of the tears of the penis? <laughs> tears of the you mean kingdom. you mean te- tears of the tears of the kingdom? Tears yeah. of the kingdom. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you could literally say it in that way, couldn't you? That's a lot of people apparently were confusing it for Tears of the Kingdom. I, I, I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, I it's read, clearly Tears. Yeah, but I, I read it and I was like, Tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That was pretty cool. You know, it was a very <laughs> short little slice that we got, but it was it was pretty cool. Him like floating over that, uh, just like a massive, you know, massive map. Uh, looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, very similar to like uh, Skyward Sword, like falling animations yeah. like, through the clouds and stuff like that. So I wonder if there's, there was so much of that being shown. I wonder if there's like some sort of base up in the clouds or something, some sort of city up there. And then you go down. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that is what it's seeming like, isn't it? It's giving me big, um, big Skyward Sword or Bioshock Infinite vibe in terms of the setting. Yeah, like uh, up in the clouds above um, Hyrule. Because it looked like it looks like the map is the same, right? But Breath yeah. of, from Breath of the Wild, Hyrule is still there. It's just the uh, in the sky now. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty hype. Um, Tokyo Game Show. Uh, what really happened in the Tokyo Game Show? Um, I think I've got a list here. I've got a list for you. Let me let me reel through it. Uh, it's it's quite far down in my notes. Um, I think it's near the bottom. I don't remember yeah. too much from this. 
so we got so we got a couple of games and we got a couple of cool um bits of information from Sarah Bond and from Philly Philly cheesesteak. Um Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 the Golden got announced. I don't know if they were already announced. Um more gameplay from Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which I thought looked really good. There was some Exo Primal there as well. Blah Blue Cross Tag and Guilty Gear, both coming to Game Pass. Oh yeah. Next year. <laughs> yeah, that was cool until I figured Excuse out it was me. spring twenty three and I was like, well no. Yeah. 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 Back of the queue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um so Todd found and somehow found another way to get Skyrim into another game show uh, by saying right. Skyrim Anniversary is now available in Japan. Uh, Nino Kuni, uh, Wrath of the White Witch, um, which is like a Studio Ghibli game, which is really interesting because oh, okay. <clears throat> my wife and her family love Studio Ghibli stuff. So I, I literally messaged them and I was like, this is on Game Pass today. Pop it on download. I think it'll ripe your alley. Um, Dangan Romper, a lot of people really do um, wax lyrical about those games, even though they look so weird to me. Yeah. I don't, like, I watch the trailers and I'm like, I don't understand yeah. why they're talking bears. Why do they have half faces? I don't get it. Me neither, man. And I like anime and JRPGs. Yeah. You like weird. I yeah. still don't know. <laughs> That's a step too far for me, yeah. mate. Like, I, <laughs> push me over the edge. Yeah. Um, uh, we had Overwatch 2. We had the Kariko reveal. Uh, looks looks fun. I like the look of that character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kariko. Uh, yeah, yeah. She was the support, wasn't she? The, like, um, kind of like aggressive... She could teleport as well, support. I think that was that one I was talking about that yeah. was leaked. Um, she had a little spirit fox yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. she she looks awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll probably play her quite a lot. So that confirms three characters for the launch of Overwatch 2, um, along with Junker Queen and who's the other one? Oh, I've blanked. That's fine. Um... Yep, Iodian Chronicles 100 Heroes, um, a Dyson Sphere program, Horizon 10th Anniversary, nothing, it's just a celebration, no uh, thing. Uh, Pokemon with Uzis, uh, sorry, Pal World. Oh yeah, that looked awesome. Like I immediately like Googled <laughs> that shit and I was like, when's this out? Um, it's just 23, it doesn't have a really Just crazy. It looks great. It- it did it did look all right actually it did look pretty good it was just like such a wacky like like combination of genres that it just it was just confused my brain do you know what i mean my brain wasn't designed to think that way yeah i don't know man i liked it i was vibing that trailer to the point no i thought it looked good as well i I thought it looked good googled it like as i was watching the trailer yeah uh we got assassin's creed odyssey shadow drop into games pass and we got Fuga Melodies of Steel 2 coming to Xbox in 2023. And the first one, Fuga of Mel- Melodies of Steel, uh, dropping into Game Pass, uh, Shadows of Shadow Drop. And then finally, uh, Deathloop um, is the final Woo. announcement. Woo! I'm just going to... Yeah. You carry on. I'm just going to pop out quick and get, uh, get a tissue. Maybe two secs. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, yeah, so, so we had all those game announcements, but uh, alongside that we had... Um, Phil say uh, we're welcoming more new console plays to Xbox than ever before in Asia, largely because of the Xbox Series S, where more than half of the sales have gone to first-time Xbox owners. And I'll be interested to hear what Tim kind of thinks of that when he comes back, because this is like more and more making a case for like a, a portable Xbox. I, I don't know if they'll ever do that, um, but they they like small things over there, and that's clearly having an impact. Um, 
so just uh, yeah, just to recap, Tim, I was just I just covered what what Phil said um, in his quote at the beginning of the show, um, and he said um, that more more new console players are coming to Xbox than ever before in Asia, largely because of uh, Xbox Series S, where more than half of sales have gone to first time Xbox owners. Oh wow! Which hard. we we don't really know how that is. Yeah, we we don't really know how that is relative to other like. Because we'd expect that Series S would be more popular as time goes on, right? That's expected. But yeah. I guess maybe there is an expectation that Series S will perform better in Japan and in Asia because of its size. Um, uh, it's any because thoughts? of its size, and I think it's just because of people are still... I think people are still a little bit on the fence and a little bit sceptical of where Xbox sits in that sort of market. Um, over there so it's just the cheaper alternative to kind of just be like yeah let's just get one let's just test the waters a bit without dropping you know 500 pounds worth convert that into yen or whatever i have no idea it's like 18 billion yen i don't even know um but yeah so i think it's just an easier way for Mm. them just to experience what xbox could have to offer in this market that they're growing in without them having to full commit with a with a you know a really expensive console they'll still keep their expensive home console to being playstation right um and then they'll, mm. they'll just get a little, yeah. little series s on the side you know, <clears throat> to experience some of what they have to offer and then if they're like oh wow you know xbox is really growing here you know then they could upgrade to a series x and stuff like that later at the time but i think it's just an easier uh entry point and it's it's more portable it's its size so yeah definitely yeah yeah no it's it's really interesting um and i think as well like you said maybe it is just the fact that they're kind of um resigned to knowing that they're not going to be the primary console in most households it's like we need to have a secondary console you know, that people are going to buy as an additive, like where people are going to buy PlayStations or Switches before they buy an Xbox. And so we need to just have something that people can get on the cheap or get access to our games. And I think um, Joaquin said something really interesting here as well. I think it emphasizes the need for servers to access Game Pass on their mobile phones, Um, which I think is the same, supplementary. I think Xbox wants to be kind of supplementary over there rather than dominant for now, because they know it's kind of not feasible to to be primary. Oh, we just got a, a sub off just the name of the podcast. Well, that's very nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate the sub. Can't see that? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Doc. Doc. Um, we we, we, we thought long and hard about that name, didn't we? We had a, we had a few. We did. We, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we had like f- I think we narrowed it down to like a like a top three. Um, but this one was my favorite, like right from the get go. Like as soon as you, I think you came up with this one. As soon as you told me, I was like, this just makes sense. It's like it's like Xbox's yeah. newest biggest feature, and it just makes sense for like a podcast name. Um, yeah, yeah no, I, I still I have one other that I still really like um, use. I'm really worried. Maybe somebody already has it, but I, re- I don't want to say it out loud in case someone steals it. They <laughs> like they really like it. Twitter and just I might TM use it at some it. point. Yeah, that's right. That's all you need today. That's how we get the big bucks. Yeah, and uh, it will suck if um, Xbox stops using Game Pass. Like, yeah. what, stop using quick resume or they just come up with like a shittier name convention like oh which they could yeah, do like, <laughs> they Xbox that. jump back in it's like what <laughs> yeah like, what? X- jump in. <laughs> the xbox jump in feature yeah stupid dude the navy conventions are so bad yeah. 
What, you don't like Xbox Cloud Streaming or Xbox Games Network? No. You prefer that over X Cloud and Xbox Live? Nah. I mean, Game Pass is pretty good, to be fair. And Quick Resume is good. Like, yeah, Game Pass so, some is of their good. stuff is good, but like some of it is also yeah. awful. Like I, I just think the fact that the new console went from Xbox One to Xbox One X to Xbox Series X, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's just dumb. I'm sorry, it's dumb. <laughs> it's so good. This is a great, this is a great question. Let's let's pull this thread. What what would we have called what would we have called this gen of consoles if we had a chance? Question to the chat and to Tim. What I don't what know. Would what, we have called what, it? I liked its uh its project name. I just liked the Xbox Scarlet or whatever it was called. Um Yeah, it was Scarlet, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah they should have just gone for colours. That would have worked. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I just I just feel like Series X just is confusing. It really is. Especially when they just have the one X. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I I guess the idea is to kind of have a bit of a soft reboot so that they can just have series consoles from now on. If they, if they now yeah. stop using the series, like, thing. Uh, the Xbox Infinite. Like the series. From Wacky. Yeah. Uh, prefix. That'd be stupid. Yeah, Xbox Infinite. That was, that was like a big rumor at the t- when, like, during the 360, like, going into Xbox One, that the... Xbox One was going to be Xbox Infinity or something. Um, yeah, Xbox Infinity. Or yeah, Infinite. Or the, or, or the Infinite. That sounds pretty good, man. Uh, yeah. Having said that, launching Halo Infinite on the Xbox Infinite might be a bit much. That's too many Infinites. You well, know? they could just change it. Or they could have just scrapped Infinite. <laughs> no one really would have cared. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. Look, we've got a lot of 343 to talk about today, Tim, so save your Halo energy. And your slander for later. Okay. <laughs> Save it all for later. Hashtag fire. For yeah, okay. The Xbox should have been called Bye Bye Sony Box. Get fucked. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You, yeah, that's it's a little bit too far, Doc. Is <laughs> it like personal? Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. So, so I suppose like coming off the back of the... Um, Tokyo Game Show. Oh, no, actually, I had one more thing I wanted to touch. I think Sarah Bond said something really interesting. No, I, there was something else I wanted to ask you, and it was... I'm like, I'm like going back several steps. Um, do you think energy is better spent on... Like, on, on Xbox's ne- big next innovation, bearing, like, the, the want to grow in Japan, but also, like, wanting to take back market share in the West? Um do you think the next big project is is like is the R and D money worth it going to VR, or doubling down on cloud, or going for portable, VR cloud portable? What do you think? Is there like we can only have one of these things? And does it continue to be cloud, or does that project money get split into something else? What what do you think is the best worthwhile investment? I'd probably say just keep investing into cloud. Mm. I think that's the best way to approach something that kind of also encapsulates the portable market too at the same time. Like it's it's a little bit of both, right? Um, and I just think that's the way to do it. I, I just don't think releasing a portable console, you're not going to edge out the Switch. Um, you're not going to edge out probably the Steam Deck. You're, you're not going to edge out any of these um, competitors, I don't think. Um, and nobody's really doing cloud or has has done cloud um 
So I think that's the best way to do it. And I think it, like I said, it does a little bit of both. It's portable. Yeah. It's convenient. It is new. And I feel like if it's something you can nail. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty revolutionary. So, yeah. Yeah. It's entirely unique. And I, I, it's definitely a good point. They're, they're already, they're already going in that direction. They've already built a lot of the groundwork for it. Um, and we spoke about this kind of a few weeks back, didn't we? Like, I, I think of them building the cloud infrastructure for gaming as like buying the land under the houses so that they're, they're going to be able to take profit from everybody who uses the cloud. And don't forget, they rent out these servers to everyone. It's not just for them. Yeah. Um, but I, this is also like a heart versus mind thing because my heart really wants an Xbox portable. You know, we've all seen the fan mock-ups yeah. of them. Um my heart definitely wants that, but my brain is saying stick with cloud. And I'm not—I'm personally not that invested or interest, interested in VR until we're at a point where it can be wireless, you know, um, affordable, and that there's like a suite of actual software there. So I'm, that's probably like another ten years away, maybe longer. So I, I'm not really there for that. Um, mm -hmm. And I suppose the other, the other peg to fill the hole here is um, the Steam Deck. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Xbox are looking at the Steam Deck and they're like, <laughs> they've beaten us to the market. Is well, there really yeah, any point in us putting something together? Yeah, that's what I'll say. You're not going to edge out Switch or Steam Deck at this point. Yeah, you that's just, right. You just cut your losses. Let's just yeah. compliment. Yeah, let's just try and get Game Pass there, try exactly. and get XCloud there, and then, then work on that. Agreed. Agreed. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then what was it? <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, not not too much that I can talk about here, but Sarah Bond said um, Azure Gaming business in Asia has doubled over the last year as well. So it sounds like overall the business is growing. They're, they're really making the effort to... And it it's starting to pay off now, I think. You know, because now my next question to kind of everyone is kind of how do we think that Xbox is kind of doing in Japan and Asia now? Like, you know, compare this to 20, <clears throat> 2018, 2019. Is this working? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's the best. It's the best Xbox has ever been in 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 like Asia and Japan and all that. Um, it's it's only getting better. So, yeah, I'd say I'd say whatever we're doing and 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 what we're going for here, um, is definitely a step in in the right direction. And I think it's also the way to approach it as well. I think you just get your foot in the door at this point. You don't want to be too oppressive. You don't want to just start like just just being a menace <laughs> like over there you know you can you could <laughs> yeah. just you could just get, get get your way in there slowly like you, you don't want to make any enemies you don't want to just go over there and just start being like oh we want some of this market so we're just gonna sort of buy up all these devs we're gonna start just doing this and really shaking it up and it's, it's just not really gonna go down well with with the whole um population there that's already so sony based you know if we did that and started shaking mm -hmm. up the way that they have played their games for years and be like, you have to buy this console now. You know, I don't think it'll go down too well. Yeah. So I think the way we're doing it slowly, but surely and just winning favor back um, right now, I think, I think it's, um, it's the way to do it. And it's only been positive. Right. So. It has. Um, yeah, it definitely has. And I think um, that there's still work to do. And, and Phil says that, um, you know, they've, they've all been on record and they've all said that. Uh, and I just think it's uh, one of the biggest, like, uh, like fucking dilemmas to come out of all this, the whole, this whole week in the game show is that I was excitedly messaging you about, you know, what was happening at, at the game show. 
Um, or maybe it was even a no, it was, it was Nintendo's. Uh, it was a Nintendo show, yeah. um, and they showed Octopath Traveler two, and then that Come it right. wasn't coming again. That wasn't coming to Xbox. Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, because um, so what's oh, it's made by Square, isn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> who hate Xbox apparently? Who do hate Xbox? Yeah, I mean at, at, at this point, I don't know why Sony doing just buy square i mean they're not buying them because they're they're getting all these kind of pseudo exclusives uh, for cheaper aren't they rather than splashing out and actually buying the um buying square um but yeah that is a little bit weird because i was under the impression that octopath did pretty well over on games pass in terms of downloads and and people that played it um maybe i was wrong you know maybe the statistics there weren't actually that great and that's why square mm-hmm. pulled it um off off from xbox um did it say it was coming on switch as well i'm pretty sure it was because i think yeah, yeah, switch. was really big on switch um i think it started on switch didn't it and then it made its way to playstation later yeah i think that's right i think so um yeah so yeah that was yeah that was a little bit of a gut punch but um in all honesty apart from achievements and stuff like that i feel like that game does kind of suit the more portable sort of um game console anyway like i think you know given the opportunity i probably would like to play it on switch a little bit more um you know i would just like to maybe play on xbox for achievements but um yeah but yeah cloud mate you know what i mean yeah mate cloud well i tried it i actually tried octobath on cloud um not long ago oh yeah um and I tried it uh, just on like the Wi-Fi, like upstairs in my room. And you know, my house is obviously quite big, um, and you know, yeah. thick walls, all that. My Wi-Fi is not fantastic. And yeah, my experience wasn't great. I kept getting that screen wipe again, um, input delay a little bit. Like it wasn't too bad. And I know it was my Wi-Fi. I know if I was closer to my router in a different room or anything like that, um, my experience would have been better. But it wasn't fantastic. Um, Mm-hmm. because i would definitely I, sh- I shit you not i almost bought a um what are they called kishis the razor kishis or something almost bought one of those yes on on amazon yeah, yeah i've got one yeah um i would recommend it I I, really in actual fact i'd maybe look at the, the backbone look at the backbone um i think that's gained a little bit more traction than the kishi but they're all good i know it was revealed and marketed for playstation but it's not is it it's not it's and they, no, no, they, no, they it's been out a while for already. Xbox. <laughs> no, it's been out a while, just like a generic one. I think there has already been an Xbox version, but they did a um, they did a partnership, uh, so like a Sony one, um, in the last day of play, I think it was. Oh, that's right. Okay. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It does um, look kind of cool. But I just got the buns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do like my Kishi, and there's there's a Kishi V2 now, which is apparently better. Um, yes. So. It's a lot more expensive. Um, yeah, it's quite. Yes. A, it's like a. It's like an extra like forty quid or something. Yeah, it's, it's, well, that's it's like, quite a bit. Yeah, because I, I ended up just getting the generic one because the Xbox One, like it has the, like it basically just has an Xbox button instead of a home button, like a generic home button. That, that's pretty much it, and the colors are matched are right on the um, A, B, X, and Y. Uh, but it costs like an extra 30 quid for the Xbox branding. I was like, I'm not doing that. It's the same product. <laughs> so yeah, I just got the normal one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, there's definitely a type of game which suits cloud gaming. Because I'm the same. I was thinking the same about Persona, right? Should I buy it on Switch? Should I wait for an Xbox? And ultimately, I'm like, X Cloud is at a good enough point now where I don't feel bad about 
streaming, like like turn-based games on my phone. Yeah, like it works pretty well, especially it's it's um, Persona's Games Pass anyway, right? So you know you're you're splashing like a full a full price game on Switch when you can just stream it for free on Games Pass. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I'm 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 kind of in agreement, and I've got a, just a beast of a phone as well. I mean, my phone is just absolutely massive, um, so like, I don't <laughs> mind kind yeah. of cloud gaming on this thing. Um, but yeah, there was a, there was a real part of me because like like i said i was trying to wrap up tales of rise and i was like oh what's my next single player game gonna be this was prior to death loop coming out on tuesday because i didn't think that was gonna happen <clears throat> so i was just like yeah i might get a razor kishi to do like um uh like octopath traveler on games pass you know i could play it like here at, yeah uh, at, um, my uh my girlfriend's house and stuff like that yeah so, yeah yeah no that out that's great no, yeah, I agree. And I mean, we've got the ch- chat's been popping off, by the way. Chat's been, been really, off. really distracting. Um, <laughs> Quite down, <laughs> so I just guys. wanted to say hi. To- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to say hi to all the new faces. I can see Franklin. I can see Christopher Hart. Dirt Griggity. What a name. Um, everyone here. Hi, hi, hi. Um, and so we've got a question about uh, I haven't tried Stadia. Um, I haven't tried Stadia. Tim, have you tried Stadia? I haven't tried Stadia. No. I heard it was good. Not yeah, really was good. sure why it died. I think it just died because they just didn't. Yeah, they. But who popped in? Oh, really? <laughs> I had no idea. Who was it? Dirt. <laughs> dirt. It was dirt. Just had a quick look, and yeah. Um, we're back up, everyone. I Legend. Think. Um, give us. Oh, are we really? give, give us a cheeky little comment if uh, if you can see us, because God knows at this point, um, everything just decided to die. So. <laughs> yeah. As soon as everyone starts popping off in chat, like, nah, that's it. everybody yeah. was saying, uh, Jim Jim Ryan shut down the servers. Google shut us down as soon as they heard us talk about Stadia. I mean, they, they must have. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Joaquin says he can see us. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Um, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we are we are kind of big in this sort of scene. So normally I have like a VPN <laughs> to sort of mask our IP address so Jim Ryan can't find us. But unfortunately, I didn't have the VPN on. So sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. He must have. Yeah, he must have uh, sent a couple of extra ninjas to shut us down this week. You know, damn shame. Yeah, damn no, shame. It's just classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's pick up where we left off. What were we talking about? That's a really good question, mate. No idea. All I know is that I really wanted you to. Have you seen that incredible uh, Mando meme that I made on the on the nose? Uh, no. That's OG content, mate. Manda, right there. How far down is it? Yeah, it's just below the. T- it's on page fourteen. It's <laughs> near the bottom. Jeez. Yeah, I had a quick a quick look um for dirt on a uh, YouTube. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's a brother in arms. You know what I'm saying? See, this the is Xbox not. This content. isn't you though. This meme. <laughs> like, because I make JRPG, uh, like not JRPG, which is like anime quotes all the time, and you just you just say you hate me. It happened the other night. No. Where you were like, oh, we're cursed on Rocket League. And I was like, cursed? What is this? Jujutsu Kaisen. And you were like, I fucking hate you. Don't talk to me. Yeah, but sometimes I don't know. If, I don't know if you're being serious. So you could just put a bunch of vowels together and I'd be like, yeah, that's a JRPG. I wouldn't I wouldn't know. Yeah, to be fair, that's an anime. It's not a JRPG, but yeah. I mean, to be honest, mate, you've played an equal amount of JRPGs to me. You played in here. Have I? I don't think I have. 
Not yet. Um, you've played. Man, I meant to type "I love it." I love it, and I absolutely, I accidentally typed "I love you" in the chat, and now everything's weird. I mean, <laughs> everything's really weird. <laughs> we love you. Just. Stop. I mean, yeah, sure, but I didn't mean to make it weird. I'm sorry. All right, should we, should we get moving yeah. with the news? Yeah, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we did talk about um, Goldeneye. That was pretty hype because that first, um, that first oh, right, got yeah. announced at the Nintendo Direct, didn't it? Uh, Nintendo Direct were like, oh, Goldeneye's coming to Switch and stuff. And then and I think Xbox then yeah. tweeted that they were just like, oh, you know, a version of Goldeneye is coming here too and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, really weird. Apparently it's because um, Xbox has like the emulation technology to get this stuff working in multiplayer, but Xbox don't. So apparently it's more of a tech, like it's a, more of a tech limitation than anything else. Um, so I hear. Um, but it's a bit weird. I mean, I, I was never really like I wasn't realistically gonna get a group of friends on Goldeneye for my player, but I was just excited. Like I, I genuinely want to just play like the opening mission or two for this game. I did the same with like Quake, the Quake Remaster or whatever, just like I don't know. But I've got a couple of minutes, it's just kind of fun to just boot in and be like, Oh yeah, this is what old games felt like. And just <laughs> yeah, I get a, a sense of yeah, this was a video game, in fact. Uh, just to get a sense of what, what holds up and what doesn't. Mm. Um, but yeah, whatever. It finally happened. It's been... The achievements leaked for that game like 18 months ago. It was yeah, really weird. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds like it was licensed hell to get that, like, where, yes. where it needed to go. So, yeah, it's nice that it's finally seen the light of day. Yes. Um... All right, I wanted to chop through a couple of other things before we get into the big stories. And there aren't that many big stories, so we're going to be okay, okay. Uh, for time, hopefully, okay. before we start turning into zombies. Um, but yeah. the Xbox PC app got an update uh, with the Premier feature being a how long to beat integration. Have you been on that website before? How long to beat? It, um, it does what it says on the tip. Yeah. yeah, I have been on that. Yeah. So it just gives you an estimate on, on, on a game on the Xbox PC app. And I think that's a really neat integration i'd love to see that come to xbox yeah let me just do a how long to be on tales of rise <laughs> 600 hours i'm pretty sure it was like it was like 85 if you wanted to 100 percent it and i think it was like 40 to 50 just for like a regular mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um I, I wanted to give. I, I mentioned cyber, like playing a bit of cyberpunk earlier, but I wanted to give a quick shout out to um, Edge Runners. Um, I watched that whole series uh, in two days, um, and it was really quite fantastic. It was yeah. really good. Wow. Um, yeah, I was a big, big fan of that. I'd give it like a nine or a nine point five. It was really good. Um, so, uh, would recommend. And I, you know, I can't help but feel like watching this, and I was like, man. The Halo show, like, because it was just so faithful to its source material, and like, it used like the same music, like here and there, it used the same um, sound effects. Mm. Um, it was just very faithful to the source material, and really just like built off it and improved on it um, in a way which was just really impressive. Um, so, I mean, we'll see how Halo, because Series Two is confirmed to be filming now. Um, so, you know, hopefully they step it up a bit um season one wasn't bad it's just like this really puts it to shame in terms of take make it a series about a game um and i think part of it is that it wasn't about the game's characters you know it was a, it was its own thing in the universe yeah. um yeah. 
So yeah, big ups for that. And the final, I say little thing, but final thing really that I wanted to touch on was uh, Modern Warfare 2. Had a lot of reveals this week, didn't it? And that's something that we can't really ignore. Um, I haven't seen that much about it. I did watch a quick video, uh, like first impressions and stuff. Uh, have you seen about Modern Warfare 2? What are your thoughts? What's what's kind of what's yeah, popped in there? I've seen some stuff floating around and I've watched some gameplay. I tend to keep my eye on the Call of Duties that release every year. Um, don't buy them, but I kind of keep my eye on them. Um. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It looks like more Call of Duty, if, if, if I'm honest. I know that's what we say every time, but, you know, it's, it's it just looks very similar in its movement style and its gunplay. You know, there's still quite fast time to kill, even for like Warzone um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> it wasn't really doing much for me, um, but it looks pretty. They always look fantastic. Um, you know, you know those games are graphically pretty, pretty damn fantastic. Um, and it's quite interesting that they've got like these. I thought it was quite cool that they implemented. A proximity chat feature for Warzone 2. I thought that was pretty cool. I like that. That's neat. Yes, I had a question about this. This is really interesting, you know, because I would call this kind of like old school social features, right? The yeah. ones that loads of people talk about, uh, you know, proximity chat, um, like, uh, like, uh, like records, like career records like stats um that you could see on other people uh like lobbies you don't really get lobbies that much anymore do you like no. pre pre and post game lobbies yeah. um mate old school cod lobbies the amount of shade being thrown around in those lobbies pre-game mm. was mental demonic. it was just like 12 mate, demonic, just yeah. character assassinating each other and then the game just <laughs> it was just like all right let's just see what happens let's try and win this boys yeah yeah yeah. Well, like this is like we've spoken about this on the show before, haven't we? And it's like I, I don't really know if I want, like I don't know if that's a feature. That, I, I'm interested to see how much it gets used because it, it was it was a lightning in a bottle. It was you know a product of its time that we would all get in game and we would talk to each other and we'd chat shit because we'd all be teenagers at the time and whatever. But you still um, do that, but really, I, so shut up. I do type. I do type some provocation sometimes in Rocket League, um, <laughs> but I. I don't know if I really want to deal with going into chat these days, like proximity chat. I don't know. Mm. Maybe now and then, but I I'm just, could be I'm interested funny. to see how people respond to it. You could yeah, have absolute, maybe. some absolute golden moments with, with proximity chat. I mean, we, 
<laughs> we had some like hilarious moments doing it on Sea of Thieves. Um, we've only done yeah. it once or twice, but like some seriously funny moments, especially when you're just shouting through that like cone that like makes your voice like amplified and stuff. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. dude. so funny. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. And, and to be fair, like Sea of Thieves is a game that really does foster that. So like, like it's a big, but it's a sort of fundamental to the game, isn't it? Kind of that social interaction. Um, and I think we've had it before in like Ark as well, haven't we? Where we've gone in yeah. game before getting our you know our base that totally no, destroyed yeah, that was just actually frightening but we still talk about it like literally like yeah we do like seven eight years later about this foreign guy that was barely like a barely <laughs> string of sentences together just yeah. literally just being like yeah he's just shouting like we're coming for you just beating down our door with an axe <laughs> yeah <laughs> we Hor- horrifying it's truly horrifying i still get chills yeah i, I have like yeah there was no, the, the worst thing was is there was no reasoning with him. Like you couldn't do anything. There was nothing that was gonna stop him from murdering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was, it was he was on a mission that day and it was to ruin my day. Yeah. Um yeah, really yeah. and I, I think about destiny as well like yeah like i think there is probably space for it. i'm just interested because you know a lot of times we say that party chat killed this sort of thing, but it's not like People aren't forced into party chat. People just prefer it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's not to say I'm against these kind of retro, not retro, but like old school social features coming back. I think definitely games have struggled to keep, to like keep implementing some of those social features that definitely could be useful. Um, you know, some stuff still exists, like, you know, stay as a team, like squad up after finishing a match yeah you know you like click a button and that happens it, i think overwatch has that a couple of other games but but yeah, yeah. i'm interested to see how that performs i think that's a really interesting topic i think it's just a nice option to have right and that's the thing it's still always an option you don't have to use it yeah it's but like yeah yeah. Game. yeah it's just resources ultimately and i think people really like a lot of devs realized once party chat came out eh, not not a lot of people are going to use this um but if proximity chat proves to be really popular this could kind of kick off you know a resurgence of social features mm. um so yeah it's really interesting um we have a question from Joaquin about um, Phil's comments on saying that there is no pausing on growing Xbox and on acquisitions. Um, and and this is something I want to touch on when we get to the big story. In actual fact, should we just do it now? Yeah, yeah fuck it. Let's do it now. Um, we'll do it live. Uh, yeah, so, um, and he says, uh, I feel like you pick up a couple of independent studios after Active Blizz and early 2024, you move on to Sega, then chill for a bit and develop a cadence of releases. Um so let's answer this question first before we move into sort of get our <laughs> dig our heels into the or you know the, the newest thing that Sony said this week that made them look <laughs> silly. Um yeah, I mean more acquisitions. It's it's quite do you know what it's even it's quite hard for me to even think that far ahead because I really don't think they're going near acquisitions until this deal is done. And then I still think they're gonna give themselves a bit of breathing room. Yeah. Um unless they're going for a very niche studio, like maybe they pick up some first party Japanese studios. Potentially, or like yeah. Asian studios. Yeah. Um, what I do mean, you think? Yeah, I think that you know he, his phrasing. There's no pausing on growing and acquisitions. Like, is obviously worded quite well. I I don't think there will be a pause. Like, yeah, that 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 is right. I just but there will be a pause in terms of like the scale of the acquisitions. There's no way we're gonna do anything 
um remotely on a similar scale to what we're doing now for a quite a long time i feel like 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 you said we might pick up some like some smaller studios maybe some indie developers or something like that um you know just like not nothing too crazy nothing too industry shaking um you know yeah. and it just keeps the ball rolling right it just keeps xbox his name still out there you know they're still buying stuff they're still um mm-hmm. you know getting things in the pipeline um but i in terms of another big acquisition i don't think we're seeing one for a little while um yeah but i, I even think small ones they're gonna be like hesitant um i mean maybe i'm wrong but uh with the way this is going the amount that this deal is now getting probed i mean i know we all keep reassuring ourselves and saying oh this is all normal but i still think i I think this is maybe getting more attention that the microsoft thought they would get saudi arabia have put it through you know top blokes um but other than that you know everyone like pretty much the rest of europe uh is in sec- like a second stage investigation, which is like maybe to be expected, you know, um, but it- it's getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, like th- there's like a weekly big article about how this is coming on. Yeah. And that's maybe not what Xbox and Microsoft wanted. Definitely. Uh, so uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I guess while we're on the topic, this is kind of uh, ties in a little bit to another story we had this week about um, Phil commenting on Scalebound. Remember oh. Scalebound? My God. Of course I remember <laughs> Scalebound. Yeah. <laughs> I've, well, I asked just because I thought maybe you've been trying to push it out of your memory like I have, you know. No, it's... Like it's push it right back it's, it's into right the, the front of my occipital brain. lobe. Right, yeah, okay. Well, that's not good to know. But the... the he, he said that there's... Uh, what did he say? He said that I'm just... I've got his exact wording somewhere in my notes. Let me just find it. Um... He said that there's currently nothing to say about a possible Scalebound revival following Platinum's Platinum Games call for the project to be revived uh, earlier in the year. Uh, Kamiya, I think his name is, isn't he, over at Platinum, mm. like said, and we spoke about it on the podcast. He said, like, oh yeah, let, let's do it. I'm, I'm not joking. Like, let's let's revive this. Um, sorry about what happened before, but uh, let's go for it. But seems, I mean, I don't know. Nothing to say is kind of sus. Yeah, like, like exactly. Just, just deny it. <laughs> like, just say no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing to say just means that there's nothing definitive yet, but there still might be rumblings yeah. and talks and back deals and, you know, some something potential to happen, but there's just nothing to say right now. Yeah, he's not outright just being like, it's not happening. Yeah. Hmm. So I think that's interesting because I, I think Platinum would be such an ideal pickup for Xbox. I really do. It, it, yeah. It's a studio that has made some absolute like generation-defining games, but they've also had some blunders, and maybe those blunders are management difficulties or funding difficulties. Either way, having Microsoft oversee that is going to help. Um, I feel like Platinum would be such a such a good pickup for them, so... Uh-huh. Yeah, well, we'll see how things shake out, but um, I do think we're a while from any more acquisitions, um, which is obviously difficult difficult because there's lots of other studios being hoovered up, up right now. Um, you know, like Asobo and Certain Affinity. Have Certain Affinity already been picked up? I don't think they have. Like, they must be two that Xbox are really looking at because of successful partnerships. Yeah, Certain Affinity are allegedly making that Monster Hunter-like game, Project Swerte. 
courtesy of Jez Corden over at Windows Central. They're helping 343 with Halo, and Asobo helped with... Um, oh, they even made uh, Flight Sim. Yeah. So that, these are devs that they must be looking at and saying, we need to lock these guys down because we've done really good work with them. But, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, let's um, let's get into the meat then of this story, Tim. Um, I'm sure you saw this in the news, um, but in essence, Sony clapped back um, after the uh, the CMA, you know, uh, the UK regulatory body, um, said that they were going to go into a further in-depth probe of of the ActiveLens acquisition, yeah. and Sony said, and I quote. This deal would have major negative implications for gamers and the future of the gaming industry. And it's to paraphrase, said on. we're glad, yeah, and we're glad the CMA is um is is investigating this further. Wow, thoughts? I mean, it's just the same. It's just the same thing. They've been saying the same thing for ages. Like. What what's a report on? Like I I really think, again, it's just it's just them just being like I don't know they yeah they see Call of Duty it's just it's all about card let's be real. Well, yeah, there I think that is definitely the case. It is all about card. For some reason, they don't really choose to just be like, oh, like Diablo Four and all these other games. They just seem to just ignore. They they they're just like. It's just all about COD um, for some reason. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's very much the same tone that they've been saying every single week when we report on this. It It is, it is. But there is a key difference here. And the key difference is that they don't say for PlayStation gamers. Oh, for gamers. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, like I actually was getting, like when I saw this earlier in the week, I was, at, like, I, I was actually found my heart rate went up. I was like, uh, I, I really shouldn't be because it's like just like stupid shit. But like, I was like, this is such a disingenuine comment that it's like, I'm actually like a bit irate about it. It's like, why, why are you pretending to be like a monolith of like equality in the the gaming industry? Yeah. It will have major negative implications for all gamers. What do you give a fuck? You take away content for years at a time. You've been doing this since 2013. Yeah. You know? You make these third party deals all the time. And, you know, we start to get into like the nitty gritty. It's like, oh, well, that's not the same as a 70 billion acquisition of Activist. It's like, okay, well, that's not really what I'm talking about. Like, if you want to talk about, you know, the, the scale and the scope of things, that's a different, and, and whether that's fair, that's a different conversation. What I'm annoyed at is the, the language used here, which is very generic. And it's, it, you know, they're trying to kind of sound like they're protecting all the gamers. Mm. by by being opposed to this right it's like there's a reason you're the only ones guys you're the only ones in, in opposition to this you know um no other publishers seem to have a problem with this you know warner bros even meta chimed in this last week mm. they were like yeah we don't see a problem with this uh acquisition but having said that maybe there's you know a motive there because they know that xbox will be more liberal with the ip and put stuff to vr um, or facebook gaming if that's still a thing yeah. so i don't know but uh, yeah Either way, this is the point. It, it's the point that they're trying to preach about like equality for all gamers when yeah, they have PlayStation have been so aggressive yeah. with their exclusivity. They're just being very hip, like hypocritical, right? 
Um, they're backed into a corner, and he's just—I I don't know. Like part, part of this, like you said last week, you feel like he just is being forced to say it as well. He kind of has to, right? Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm completely on board with you. I don't know why he's acting like some justice warrior for like all gamers when he's done some—they've they, right. done some pretty shady stuff. Um, that you know only benefits PlayStation players and stuff like that and now suddenly when a when a deal's going through that you know it isn't fantastic for them or you know but they're still being cut an okay deal right you know it's not it's not exactly like that bad but it's not great for them they're just oh they're just acting like a wounded like animal and they're just preaching such a victim and, isn't it? yeah and it's just like <laughs> such a fucking victim yeah they're literally <laughs> just playing the victim role so hard man um so yeah, I I just see it as very much more the same thing, if not a little bit worse, like you said, um, because yeah, they're just yeah, I don't know they they're they're acting like like yeah, we're not doing this just for us guys, we're doing this for all gamers, yeah, for you, we're fighting back for We've... all gamers right yeah. now, That's Xbox right. included. That's it. This this deal doesn't benefit Xbox gamers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And I like. Uh, that's it and that's like when kind of where i'm drawing the line like it's not it's not really about the exclusivity here and there like we've spoken about this on the show exclusivity generally we are not fans of Uh, this is the way the world works unfortunately you know in a perfect world i would like that to not be a thing however this is where we are um and i I hate i have to keep saying that because like people come at me tim on twitter people come at me yapping in my ear giving me shit you know and i'm trying to be just an honest guy you know what can i say I'm not trying to sell you a bridge. I'm not trying to sell you oil. No. I'm just, uh, you know, trying to be a good guy. And this is the problem. Because when we start saying, oh, Sony, I can't believe they're saying this because, uh, you know, because of all the exclusivity they've done, people say, oh, it's a false equivalency uh, because, you know, Activism is so big. It's so different. Mm. Um. And that's when I realized that this is not a conversation that is worth having over Twitter. <laughs> There's a character limit and there is a lot of nuance to it. Like, yes, you are right. Like this is on the, the, uh, one of the biggest scales the industry has ever seen. Yeah. But it's more the point that Sony are directly contradicting their own statements. And then there's a clear financial motive and incentive. Um, and then, you know, for them to be making these statements uh, and it's, if they had been more liberal, over the last five years with um with exclusivity and or multi-platform i guess and cross-platform and cross-gen they're still charging a cross-platform tax let's not forget yeah you know they're the only company doing that that, we're, that we know of it's, and if that wasn't the case then we would probably we could sit here we could look at that statement and we could be like yep that's fair it probably will have negative implications for, for gamers for all gamers yeah but the fact that they've been so aggressive in you know partitioning you know, making walled gardens between users. Um, it, it's just hypocritical. That's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about the philosophy of big acquisitions versus small exclusivity, because um, that is a whole other thing. It's just the hypocrisy in the statement that is uh, actually raising my heart rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I was just like, yeah, he's just being, he's just being a hypocrite. Yeah, 100%. I actually have um, I have like a script. It's not a script. I've got like a video structure put together for 
like about making a, a video about exclusivity. I might do it at some point. Um, oh, I think yeah. it's a really interesting topic. Yeah, I remember you tweeting about this. Yeah, saying that you kind of wanted to do a video. Yeah. On it. yeah. Just like a short video because I like it, it's really don't put interesting. My name to it, though, because I don't want to. Die. <laughs> this is how. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about general exclusivity, like the concept of exclusivity, not right. really about an Xbox thing. Like the history of it. Does it happen in other media? You know. Um, yeah. What types of exclusivity are there? You know, I've got like five, five types here from what I can tell. Timed content, timed content, full and subscription exclusivity. And there's lots of different angles. Anyway, I'm not going to go into this now, uh, but uh, I might do that at some point. <laughs> um, let's just say, Joaquin says, Jim Rimjob Ryan crying the same day. God announces the exclusive PS operator and gun is just rich. Yes, that was a bad look, wasn't it? Um, yeah. It's a bad look um, because it's just petty shit. That's the thing. I like the Hogwarts, like yeah, the quest, Hogwarts ex- you know, like. Line, yeah, yeah. And that's a shop that unlocks like a shop in the game, so you can buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yes, it's on a different scale. And I said this to someone on Twitter: like Sony does like high volume, low to medium intensity deals. Xbox doesn't really do that much. They do low volume, but high intensity deals. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. um, other than maybe like indie games um, here and there, like. As Dusk Falls is technically like an exclusive title, um, in the same way that Sony just paid for Rise of the Ronin, you know. So many different angles. Like I said, that this is it's worthy of doing like a whole video to just fully understand like the different contexts here, which is why I'm considering actually doing one. Um, but yes, there we go. That's that's a Sony segment out of the way. Yeah, dude. It's a good one. It's annoying though. Yeah, it's a good see one. It's week, annoying, though. I... Yeah, see you next week. Yeah, exactly. For your next fucking wine and sesh. It's annoying, though, because I hate I hate bringing it up and sounding like I'm... Like, we're constantly... Like, we're trying... We're playing defense for Xbox every time because we're really not. I really no, don't want I that. I feel like we talked, think we talked about it from, doing. like, a lot of angles, not just from from Xbox's angle. And and we've said to, to an extent, we do understand, you know sympathize yeah yeah we do sympathize sure. with sony and ryan and stuff like that but it's just it's the way he's approaching everything um just yeah it's just so hypocritical and it's just like dude you could do this yeah. in in such a better way um or just realize your past and don't do it because you kind of seem like a bit of an idiot when you say stuff like this considering your your past um in this yeah, area that's it so it's just like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, you took nail on the head. Yeah, that's right. It, it, it's, it's the way it's being handled, which is a bit, a bit irritating. Um, so uh, I, I guess we're at that point in the show where I want to remind everyone, um, if you're watching, if you're watching afterwards, maybe you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Give us a like, give us a quick review. We'd really appreciate it. We've had a lot of really nice engagement in the chat today uh, until of course our Wi-Fi exploded and, and ruined everything, you know, ruined our trajectory. To, to getting a million subs in a day and breaking yeah, records and it's a real shame that it's a real it's a, it's a real shame yeah, maybe, um on episode 69 you know, of all... <laughs> you know, these things happen it's uh, you know clearly we were assassinated by google and jim ryan in a combined um Kame, kamehameha attack is it kamehameha or is it kamehameha kamehameha is how i say it
Do other people say Kamehameha? Some people say Kamehameha. Yeah, I say Kamehameha. Hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so Ubisoft, Tim, is raising their prices to $70, 70 quid. Um, you know, that's fun. Skull and Bones is going to be at that $70, $70 price point now. Still um, worth it. So glad... So glad that that crack in the door has been opened by a particular other publisher. Yeah, that shall not starting be with S and ending with Y. Yeah, his <laughs> nickname may or may not be Rim Job. <laughs> no, that can't stick. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much to add about that. I'm just I'm annoyed that all publishers are now doing this. Like Activ- like Activision Blizzard are doing the same thing. Uh, you know, they're pushing the price point of their games. One day. We'll be paying 70 quid for indie games. Your Hades, <laughs> your Hollow Knights, mate, they're going to they're gonna yep. set you back 70 quid. Fork it over. Yeah, that's right. I mean, mate, I think we Man. are going to get to a point uh, where that, that is a thing. Just That's just so much money. It's just it's crazy. A lot. It's a lot, um, dude. It's, it's, like, it's one of the reasons why I'm so on the fence about Gotham Knights. Because I'm like, it's not a games pass. That's a lot of money. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. That's my meals for the week. <laughs> yeah, like genuinely. Um, and it's like, and just with just the track record of games recently and stuff like that, you know, there there have been some disappointments. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Not a trustworthy person. No, fair enough. Um, and I'll see, you know, we, uh, this is where like games pass, game sharing, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, the, the family plan, all of this is like really, really, it's a good time for Xbox to be investing in these value generating uh, services um, because it's like the, the difference is so cut and dry. You know, like if, if I was on PlayStation right now, and we should probably talk about God of War quickly, actually, but like, and, and God of War was coming up. Like obviously that's that's like for me probably an instant buy, but man, I'm like oh, it's a safe seventy. Yeah. I'm not feeling good about it. Like I'm not feeling good about it though. Like I'm like that. That's I'm already paying f- like like what was it like eight quid a month for a subscription, mm. and I now have to buy this to play it day one. Like I'm excited, but I'm like there's a bit there's something in the back of my mind which is like I'm paying a lot of money here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know going into 2023, I don't have to do that. Or even at the end of this year, Persona, Plague's Tale, they aren't day one. So, you know, fair enough. But then even like Redfall, Starfield, if the Activist deal closes, Diablo, um, I know these are coming day one. Uh, yes, it's just, I'm glad Xbox are doing what they are doing is, is basically where I'm going with that. Um, cost of living is real. And we don't, I don't think a lot of podcasts talk about it enough because it's, nobody wants to sound like they're poor. <laughs> you know and i think honestly if you're doing a podcast you're probably in a, in a, in a decent place of living anyway but um so maybe there is like a bit of inherent bias there but everybody's feeling it particularly in the uk anyway i can't talk about other places but yeah it's rough yeah yeah definitely 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 it's a lot of moolah it's a lot of moolah oh what i said um yeah moolah uh, uh, st- uh god of war tim you saw that trailer, right? What do you think? Did. And you know what? I'm kind of in agreement with you about Artreus's uh, what did voice I say? actor. A little bit weird. Oh, right, yeah. Like, especially right at the beginning. Not really the voice sounded I would have right. chose. But just sounded a little bit like... 
I don't know, a little bit whiny, a little bit like. <laughs> it just wasn't good. It just, it just I, I just good. didn't really feel like it fitted like his now. I guess it's supposed to be kind of like pre, like pubescent, right? Like he's he's a he's a mm-hmm. bit older, you know, but like he's twelve, not quite, early teenager. He's yeah. not going to come in and literally sound like Kratos. Like dad, yeah, <laughs> but like dad, <laughs> boy, oh, dad. dad, boy, <laughs> just like, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. There was just something about it that just seemed a little bit off to me. Um, maybe it's because I did, I did read your tweet first, and then I watched it, and I was like, mm. maybe it's something here. You kind of triggered something in my brain, but I just feel like it was a little bit weird. But apart from that. The game looks pretty phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie. That <laughs> it's looking good. That bit at the end where he threw the axe and it collided with Thor's hammer and they just like stayed there in midair and then they both recalled it at the yeah. same time. I literally was just like, I like just, my body was just drained of all. Flowers. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that didn't look fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just look back at you, and you're just like a sh- little shriveled sack of skin on the yeah. on the chair, <laughs> yeah. with a little bit of hair on top. I, I literally cannot <laughs> deny that this game is probably going to be fine. I, I I think it's going to just be better than the first one in in every way, by the looks of it. Um, everything just looks so good. Like that bit where he fired the arrow, and it like cut the sky in half, like with the sun, with like the wolves over it. I was literally just like, yo, like the artistic direction here is fucking fire. Like this game looks phenomenal. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the first one really excelled in that area too. I think they've always been really good at making um, set pieces, like really good fantasy set pieces, which you don't get that often, weirdly. Like fantasy tends to be quite... um, self-contained i think like a lot of like i mean maybe that's i'm struggling to figure out how to phrase it like i'm thinking about like elder scrolls games they're quite they're surprisingly uh, i don't want i don't want to say personal but they're like they don't have a big focus on big like world affecting moments do you know what i mean um we we got we got a bit like a, a elden ring was very good at that like you, you're booting. There's a giant tree. The whole thing sets on fucking fire. Sorry, spoilers. At some point, um, uh, you know, and these big things happen, big enemies, etc. But then, yeah, like in the God of War trailer, yeah, like the the, the tear, the sky tears open. The um, the giant jellyfish thing flies up, and it's yeah. just like the um, uh, what's it called, Yorman, Yorman Gander in the first, in God of War 2018, right? A giant thing, like wow, like the, the scale and scope of what that game goes for is so cool. And I'm, I'm a really big fan of big things in games, like massive things. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely in agreement. I think it was a fantastic trailer um, with the only drawbacks, like you said, referencing a tweet I made, by the way, that's what we're talking about with the voice actor. Um, yeah. That Atreus, uh, I just don't think he sounded good. I don't know what happened. It's the same kid, apparently just grown up oh, okay. um, four years. Um, but I, it didn't sound good. The delivery was just off. I'm just going to keep it real. The delivery just wasn't good in the trailer. And maybe those those lines will have been re-recorded over between now and then. You know, maybe uh, it just sounds bad out of context. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't sound good. Yeah, um, I'm in agreement there. Yeah. Everyone else was fine. But Atreus, the, the delivery just wasn't good, um, in my opinion. 
And the, the only other thing I would say about it is that some of the combat still does feel a little bit samey. Don't yeah. come at me. It it does. It looks. It still looks a little bit samey. There's some clear think, like efforts. Think people can argue against you. Like I just feel like it is. Like there are reused assets there, and reused animations. Like it's yeah. just fact. It's not a bad thing. It's a it's a sequel. So yeah. So, uh, but 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 you know, it, it's kind of a don't fix what I'm broken kind of situation as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I like a lot. I still like that some of the combat in the first God of War was fantastic. So uh, you're not going to find me complaining a bit too, uh, like complaining that much about it. It's just it looks kind of a little bit, little bit samey. That's fine. Yeah, agreement. Overall, looks fantastic. Um, and I, you know, salute to PlayStation and Santa Monica Studios, and to everybody who's going to be playing that on day one in November. I won't because I don't have a PlayStation Five. <laughs> nor do i have the disposable income well i don't know like i i would be very on the fence about buying that day one when i have a lot of other stuff that i could be playing for free like mm-hmm. persona for example you know on yeah. game pass and death loop etc played down have, like, yeah. at that point as well exactly so and that's kind of the thing i feel about this is that as these prices for these games going up especially on these single player one and done games um it just incentivizes me to wait for them to drop, yeah. which is a problem. That's not a problem. I mean, you know, that's kind of the market responding to my needs a little bit. Um, but uh, it mm, it just affects my patience, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. While we're finishing off the topic of Sony, uh, before we got into our final few bits and bobs, uh, the PSVR 2, Tim, if you remember, was announced uh, maybe a year ago now, and we've had a slow drip feed of information since. Uh, They announced that it won't be backwards compatible the other day. Um, Okay. And this is really interesting, because when I was watching some of the videos for the PSVR 2, I was like really impressed. I was like, this looks fire. Like it's got a lot of stuff in it. This is a big like deal. Um, I thought it's a bit disappointing that it's still wired. They they've like streamlined it into one wire, I think, rather than like multiple. Um, but the tech there like looks fantastic. I don't think they've announced a price point for it. Um, and the first PSVR had a attach rate of about four to five percent, which is really low. It it did not pop off. It, yeah. a, a lot of people feel that the tech in it was outdated on day one. Um. And so I feel like really bad for those that did commit to the first PSVR and bought software and games on it that now won't carry through to the second. I mean, what are your thoughts on this news? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about VR and stuff like that. Like, um, so in terms of like what games are like, you know, big hitters and smash hits and games people would want to take over, you know, and sad that aren't backwards compatible. You know, I don't really know the game library, but I'm going to assume there's there's quite a few bangers there that people would want to play um, on the VR2 and, um, and it not being backwards compatible is, I mean, I think it's just a downright negative, right? I don't think there's any way you can look at that and find a positive there, right? It's just... It's just it's just a negative. <laughs> well, it's just not backwards compatible. But it is, but it's also very interesting because if you remember at the beginning of this gen of consoles, a lot of people said, "No, we shouldn't be making backwards. Can we shouldn't be doing cross gen because it holds back the the next gen." Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So you know, I wonder if those same people will be uh, upset about this. Um, 
But you know, at the same time, uh, from what I understand, the reason this happened is because the tech is so different. Yeah. Like from the ground up, this is designed to work better, and as a result, old software just won't work. Yeah. So if that if that's what it is, then that's what it is. But you can't help but feel a little bit burnt that it wasn't designed with backwards compatibility in mind. Like it yeah. is a bit sad. So yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, I think it does. It does kind of suck because. For some people who like, I imagine this is going to be like this is this, this would have been a selling point and now they're maybe not so interested like somebody who bought PSVR 1 is now going to be like I was going to get this but now I don't know if there's any point <laughs> like, I'm going to lose my whole library again so yeah, I don't yeah know. or they just do. have to keep like both around <laughs> you know and like plugged in and ready to play yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah it's, it's just, such a mess yeah it's just a bit of a ball lake um, yeah definitely The Coalition has decided to donate to suicide prevention. They've pledged to uh, donate 1% of all future net revenue from Gears of War games and merchandise to, uh, to suicide prevention charities, and with Crisis Text Line announced as its first partner. Um, really nice, just feel bit uh, feel good bit of news, uh, to be honest. Um, I, I, I was trying to figure out why they decided to go this route. You know, I think it's cool that some companies do decide to pledge to charity. And I was like, why suicide prevention for Gears of War? And then I was like, it's, it's Dom. It's Dom. It's Dom's Dom. name, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, rest in RIP. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is the second studio to have a bit of a mental health focus tilt and obviously um, speaks to me. Um so I'm happy to see this. I'm happy that these companies have the autonomy to make these decisions. 1% of revenue is quite a lot. It's a lot. And that's quite a commitment. Um, yeah. So that's great. I'm just happy to hear it. And I just wanted to drop it, really. Yeah. No, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's really good news to hear. Okay, Tim. Last story. Um and how long has it been before I since I last said it? Probably long enough. <laughs> if you're still here, <laughs> hit the like button. Listening on podcasts, it's obviously, give us a quick review. Give us a star rating. Um, let us know. Follow us on Twitter, you know? Send us a yeah. pizza. You know Send the drill. Send us a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know the drill. Um, so, ooh. Okay, that's fine. I'm just trying to think, because I've got... I forgot. No, that's fine. No, we'll just go to 343. That's fine. So um, this week, Tim, there was really a 343 shakeup. Bonnie Ross, who has been the founder and the lead of 343 since 2012. No, I mean, before that, 2008 or something, 2010, around then, whenever 343 was founded, Bonnie Ross has been the head. And a lot of criticism has been directed at Bonnie Ross um, for the management of Halo in general. A lot of people have pointed to her being at the top um, as, a, as a reason for the problem with direction and the management, et cetera, et cetera. But so a lot of people have been calling for her head, which I always thought went a bit personal, but I understand, you know, looking to the top when looking at yeah. failures of the, of the product, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so this, was, this is a really big deal. This is the biggest change in over a decade that 343 has had. Not only has three, uh, Bonnie Ross left, uh, she apparently, uh, judging based on her statements, she was due to leave in November with the winter update, uh, you know, the season two extension thing. Mm -hmm. um, but due to a family medical emergency, um, she's going to be leaving ASAP. Okay. She, 
she is being replaced by um, three people, which I think is really concerning. But um, uh, who are the? I'm trying to figure out the names. Uh, Brian Kosky, who will become GM of franchise. Elizabeth Van Wick, who will oversee business and operations. And Pierre Heinz will become the studio head of 343. And Pierre Heinz is the guy who uh took the took sort of took the chart uh, took the lead for redirecting master chief collection um oh, okay after after it had its busted launch yeah. so people are quite happy happy about this um ps seems to get stuff done and then he's got a good track record so far um but there's something to be said about bonnie's role being split into three people what are your thoughts yeah. on all of this? Where, where does this leave you with Bonnie and three four three as a studio, and their you know their their shortcomings, and you know what 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 do you think about all of this? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? I don't really feel like there's as harsh as it sounds. I feel like it could be positive, right? You know, I feel like a shakeup probably was needed. You know, Halo, you know, hasn't been in the best of place. Uh, a better places for quite some time now you know it's it's definitely not quite as prestigious as it as it once was and it's been that way for quite a few releases not just halo infinite um so i do and i like you said you can't argue people to look at the at the top when something goes wrong you know that's just that's how all businesses work um you know all the decisions get made and signed off uh, signed off by by her right so um mm-hmm. i think it's probably quite a positive thing um especially if it's being split into three people as well now <laughs> i don't know if that's just because did she have too much on and was this a result of that her just taking too much on when realistically maybe if they earlier they like split her role into two or something like that maybe she would have been under a lot less um pressure uh a lot less um mm-hmm. strain and you know maybe the decisions would have been um better or easier for her so i i don't know i don't know if it's sheer workload or if they're just looking to just split things up to streamline these avenues and keep them separate but equally this could cause mm-hmm. more um confusion more red tape to cross if you know if these need to go through three separate people now um you know depending mm-hmm depending on how those roles cross over. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't really... I think it's probably... I think it's probably good. And I think that that's generally the consensus across the board. I mean, like I said, she planned to leave in November anyway, so it seemed like, you know, it seemed like this was this was coming. Um, and, and we spoke about this uh, last episode. You know, we sort of said when people were calling for heads and, you know, calling for roles and stuff um, after the, you know, the, the new roadmap and everything, um, the, the, the wheels were already turning on this. That's what I kept saying. Um, you know, bringing back ex Bungie devs, Joseph Staten's in the lead position, certain affinity, which was made up of a lot of ex Bungie devs um, helping out, 343. Um, uh, Max Huberman was just brought on board as well. Um, yeah who was, you know, also ex um, you know, in, in like senior positions. So um, like clearly this was already happening and this is kind of like, I, I guess the, the final straw, you know, the, the final piece of the puzzle was really shaking up management um, to, to help, help this out. Like, yeah, you're right. Um, 
something needed to give here. Um, this had been going on a bit too long, like for, for every, and I always say this for every like big success three, four, three, four, three has, they have like a, 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 like, there's always a nuance to it. There's always a wrinkle. There's always a shortcoming. And it's like, yeah. can't there just be like a, a, a nuance free win really? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so this needed to happen. And I think this is good news overall. Yeah, it's, it's obviously very unfortunate that it's under the circumstances that it is with Bonnie leaving because of a, a family medical emergency. And, you know, you know, the community, like they're all like actual like maniacs. Um, yeah. A lot of them were like, oh, she's just faking it. Like, so just to clarify, you think that she's faking a medical emergency to leave three months earlier than she was due to leave. Yeah. It doesn't follow, does it? Like the logic doesn't follow. Yeah. It's no. just like, just anything to personally attack. Like a lot of people had really built Bonnie up as someone they like really hated for killing their favorite franchise, you know, mm. um, bit much but you know crazy um so yes probably a good thing um and and this is something as well that i noticed when she announced her departure loads of devs and loads of industry figureheads were like really really respectful and kind of um great like grateful of her place in the industry um when she like in, in you know as quote as a quote tweet or a reply to her post mm. I, I think clearly she had a lot of respect in the industry and 343 wasn't the only thing that she did you can go and have a look at the wiki and she supposedly nearly single-handedly kept halo going um after bungie left apparently uh microsoft were thinking that there wasn't that much uh, it's kind of a waning property um and she argued that there's still a lot there um mm. and you know Given that what she does or what she did, you know, we're not just talking about the games anymore. We're talking about the books, which there has been loads. We're talking about, you know, the 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 TV show, all the transmedia stuff. There's Halo arcade machines. Halo is, is um, more than just its games now. And I think Bonnie definitely helped with that and has kept it alive. And I'm glad it is still alive. You know, I'm glad it is. Um, so, you know, we can't under, understate that, but I think we're all in agreement that it's kind of like a, a bittersweet tip of the hat. You know, it's like, you know, thanks for everything you've done. Um, yeah. Agreed, yeah. But we need, the old the old guard did need a shake-up, I think, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, of course, yeah. With, yeah, just with respect, you know. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not bad to have a shake-up and stuff like that, you know. Like, <clears throat> I don't think she's done an awful job. You know, I think me and you are just like quite on the same wavelength with halo i don't think we're quite as butthurt as a lot of the community is with with halo releases um for for quite some time now um but like you said they've always been like kind of good with a bad thing or you know this they released this but oh no they've gone back on what they said previously on this you know it's never just a we're just we're just doing what we said we were gonna do here it is there's always something else and I just don't know if that just comes from, from, from within. You know, just bad, bad management. Just from within. Just bad yeah. product management. Um, maybe it is. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll see an improvement now. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. I mean, like, ultimately, I think like Xbox must have known that, and like all this time that Xbox has been giving them, like they they must have been bleeding money, right? You know, it doesn't this stuff doesn't come resource free. Um, whether it's the hail- the delay of the actual game in the first place, and then you know, really successful launch, um, and now you know, it, there's a. I, I don't think it's actually more like 
like the, the game isn't performing that well, but it's not as doing as bad as everyone keeps saying it is. Like everyone keeps taking screenshots of Steam numbers and they're like, oh, Battlefield 2042 has more players than Halo Infinite. It's like, please stop taking. Like Halo is still top 25 on Xbox. Battlefield 2042 isn't even in the top 50, nor is Master Chief Collection. And people keep making these these comparisons like they're they're fair yeah. or they they're, or they're like like a valid representation I, you could make the argument oh steam maybe reflects 10 percent of the player base therefore if i times that number by 10 i'm getting the overall player. it's like you can do that but yeah, but yeah. either way you know it, it you're not really making a good case that battlefield 2042 is performing better you know we're all in agreement infinite's not in a good place but i i don't it's it, it's it's like in the same uh range as call of duty cold war at the moment which is like not considered one of the good Call of Duties, but it's still a Call of Duty. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> come on. Um, I think it's the latest one. It's, yeah, it's one of them. I can't remember. I can't remember which one it is on the on the uh, most played thing, but it's oh, like okay. next to one of them or just above one of them. Um, so yeah. So, but nonetheless, yes, you're like you're right. Yeah, like um, this something needed to give here, um, and I think this is probably a good thing. This is clearly the start of something. Um, you and yes Joaquin is absolutely right people get very caught up in kind of the fandom or you know the dislike for particular people um that uh, they forget that the actual people work at the studios um, and I'm totally in agreement um it's it's like a weird it's like a it's, it's a weird paradox that I think people have to deal with that you're allowed to dislike the overall structure of business and economics that you know we live in a world dominated by companies and maybe you like that maybe you don't um or you're, or you're critical or skeptical of that. But at the same time, you've got to remember that 95% of companies are just made up of people like you, just working to get their paycheck. And, you know, yeah. sometimes they do a good job. Sometimes they're, they're not doing great. And, you know, you can point at different reasons for that. But I never understood in making any of these things personal. No, um, yeah, I, I would never, ever go out of my way to, like, attack a dev or attack somebody that is working on like hello infinite or any other game like that sort of stuff just never crosses my mind i don't know how people do this like on twitter on like a minute to minute basis i mean i just don't i don't understand how it works um how their brains work and how they feel like they're just accomplishing <laughs> anything good like nothing positive no. comes out of that you're being negative and you're just feeding into your own negative energy and all it does is just spread negativity to everyone to everyone else um it's just it's just it so it's contagious and you're achieving absolutely nothing they're not speeding up their processes they're not changing their work processes as a result of you just being an ass so just don't do it yeah yeah Give you, give you provide your constructive feedback and and move on. You know we don't need uh, you know we don't need a fifty seventh video telling us you're done with Halo Infinite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then you come back in November and you're like, oh, it's not good. It's like, oh, like, <laughs> like yeah, what are we accomplishing here? Um, yeah. Yeah. So overall, good thing. It, it, it's a shame that I, I don't think the community will ever change. Unfortunately, I think there is a, a section of that community which is disproportionately toxic and will remain that way really forever because um, I don't think they're going to relive you know their teenage years again <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much it yeah, it's yeah. it's it's the nostalgia bump yeah and, and somebody somebody was like arguing with me um, about this on Twitter as well you know like oh you know why won't you just let people be happy with their nostalgia and want to relive it and it's like you're not unique or special for having 
a good nostalgia. It's literally a known phenomenon called the nostalgia bump. Everyone's memory is better during their low teens to low adulthood. Um, they have everybody has fond memories of that era. Um, yeah, for reasons which are probably obvious. Whether it's like whether this is a um, neuropsychological phenomenon, i.e., you know, it's just a particular time of brain development which soaks in more stuff, or it's because that's just a time in our lives where we have less responsibilities and we form more memories. Don't know. One of those reasons. Everybody has that. It's just like you're not, you're not like you're not special by making a point of that you want to relive that. Everybody has that. It's just that you've decided that you're going to try and get back to that by being hateful, and yeah. that's really exactly. silly. You're being yeah, exactly. a silly, a little silly person. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, okay, um, Link Gaming. Hi, Link Gaming. I think we've seen you before. If we haven't, welcome to the channel. Um, why is Sony complaining about ABK man when Microsoft bought Bethesda Sony didn't complain yeah I guess Bethesda was on a slightly smaller scale um, and they didn't have Call of Duty <laughs> I hate how it always comes back to Call of Duty yeah, um, it but starts. it does like honestly would you be like and because this is I wouldn't care I don't really care about I think there are some talented devs over at Activision but I'm I more just want Blizzard yeah yeah Absolutely, yeah. I I I know what Call of Duty is, um, and and how much of a the market share it has. But like, yeah, I don't really emotionally really care that much. Like, oh, we bagged Call of Duty. I'm more like, oh, we, <laughs> yeah, we fucking right. bagged Diablo and Overwatch and fucking that's right, all exactly, these upcoming yeah. games. Yeah, that's more what I'm uh, excited about. And we we talked about that as well. Like it's the biggest, like what we like most about this deal going forward. Um, if it gets accepted and pretty much both of us were just like blizzard, blizzard, blizzard stuff, <laughs> you know, like, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I couldn't agree more. And it's, you know, I, I guess it would be nice to see Microsoft shake up card, um, you know, give it a two year cycle, get some of those devs on some new IPs that they can make that they can put into games pass i was going to say make exclusive but uh, oh. um you know put into game pass uh i know it's not it's not territory i want to go back into um you know that would be cool as well um but it doesn't mean that much to me i obviously know it means a lot to a lot of people and given how volatile cod is as a franchise i'm sure that it would be nice to know that people could have access to it without the risk you know in low risk fashion without having to, to buy it every year um mm. So, but yeah, I, like, I would be perfectly happy if Xbox just cut Call of Duty out of this deal. They're just like, yeah, you know, just they they can stay independent. However, the rest of this stuff, the Blizzard and the rest of the Activision Studios, um, we are going to use to generate new IP, new games, revive new, revive IP, et cetera, et cetera, and generate value for Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. And, and I think this is, um, I'll make this kind of one of the closing points, but um this is something that ultimately, ultimately, I think was one of the things that got me a bit irate about Sony's comments this week. Um, was that when we talk about Xbox bagging, making these sorts of deals, it generates direct value for us, for the customer. More stuff gets in Game Pass, you get more bang for your buck with that subscription. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very direct, tangible benefit that you can feel when you can play. Um, but PlayStation like to take stuff away. 
It doesn't generate... They don't put their money into generating value for PS Plus. Given that they have PS Plus now, it just really shocks me that the angle... Maybe they will in the future, but right now they haven't been trying to generate value for the PS Plus subscriber. They've just been gating content away from just they're not really generating value for the customer that's kind of what i'm getting at here the xbox that it's different approaches and maybe that'll change and i understand that these things are different because they're on different scales and different scopes that's fine but in principle that's kind of what has been bugging me mm-hmm. do you see what i mean yeah 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 i, I mean yeah we, we we we've talked about it um previously now yeah that, that was one of the main points um yeah, yes. no, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's just, yeah, kind of the way they're they they're going about it. Um, but yeah. yeah, cool. Um, yeah, we I think we we've said this before. Uh, Chill gaming. Hello, if you've been here before, maybe you haven't. Hi, welcome to the channel. Um, Call of Duty should stay my platform. Uh, we agree that we think that's largely the case. Maybe there is some instance in the future um where the terms of this change but we've said before we we think the xbox largely just liked having the leverage um i i don't i don't think people need that to be exclusive it's a bit much and honestly it's just a bit mean if you're one of those people who buys a console for <laughs> exclusivity um but sorry if you buy a console just for cod that's gonna really make things difficult for you they don't need that they yeah. don't need that yeah agreed Ultimately, it's still revenue that comes back into Xbox, which gets pumped into other exclusive content and other games and other studios. So no problem. Yeah. All right, then, Tim, are you happy with all of this? Is there anything else you wanted to cover? We've had a two-hour two hour show with a, a few technical problems, but yeah, just about where this is roughly normal time, so we can wind down now. Yeah, uh, I don't think there was too much else we needed to cover. Um... Just trying to think back to like all of the online shows that happened. If there was anything we missed, um, yeah, no, I can't remember. Uh, there was some state of play stuff. There was an indie showcase for Xbox as well. Our idea Xbox like Twitch showing, um, but we spoke about you know like they're like hours long usually. They they shorten this one to like an hour and a half or something like that. And I watched a bit of it, but they're just really not entertaining. Sorry, they're just the, the structure just isn't good. Um, so I can't remember anything else that was actually there. Mm. Um, that oh that I know that Stella Blade game right Project Eve that got uh, that's a full exclusive now for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. You were you were looking forward to that, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, it did look really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the trailer I saw for it as well. Uh, I was I was pretty hyped for that. Um, bit bummed out. It's a PlayStation exclusive. I mean, I have a PlayStation, but it's just the fact that you know I know that that game probably won't be coming to a subscription service. So it's like if I want that, I'm now probably gonna have to put seventy quid on it, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Um, from Nintendo Direct, spoke about. Tears of the Kingdom. There was a new Fire Emblem announced there, wasn't there? We spoke about Pikmin. Yeah, I think I think we covered everything, man. Um Yeah. I can't I can't think of anything else. Um until Jim starts crying, you know, for next week. Yeah, exactly. Go from there. Yeah. It's always a confirmed <laughs> news story. He's like our new Starfield, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You can just do something on him. Just find a way <laughs> to get him into the convo. Yeah. Um 
Tekken 8 got announced as well, didn't it? I'm just yeah. looking through my notes again. Yeah, Tekken 8 was kind of hype for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, shall we hit Jingle and, uh, and wrap this up? Because uh, otherwise we're just going to be umming and ahhing. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, shout out to Chill Gaming. Thanks, buddy. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, just as a reminder if you're new here um, we stream every well we try to stream every Sunday uh, half 12 BST um, I don't know what that is for everyone else around the world uh, I think that's quite early in the morning for you and we could be open to um, we could be open to a time shift couldn't we Tim yeah. like it was, if we could get a better time for, for other people we could we could maybe do an hour later um, but 12.30 be it, uh, BST for us um, whatever that converts to for you um, yeah. and yeah are we are we jingling? We are jingling, yeah, right now. Yeah. That's that's good because really brings the vibe up. All right, well, um, thanks for coming, everyone. Um, we've had some really nice conversations in the chat today. Um, hopefully, we'll catch you next week. We've got a long weekend this week. You know, God save the Queen and all that. Um, well, you know, didn't. Uh, well, he didn't clearly. <laughs> nice try. Good Unsuccessful. Yeah. We should have failed. <laughs> we'll get him next time. Yeah. GG, bro. Uh, good effort. <laughs> uh, but yeah thanks guys um, it's been a lot of fun today um, we'll catch you next week come over and follow us on Twitter if you're interested in more of what we do um, and that's it that's, that's it. it bye goodbye that's goodbye, it bye everyone. been a pleasure bye Take, have, a, have a good time have a good have weekend a, have, have, some water. have some water have a pizza have pizza hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.